Hi, and welcome to the RCH Kids Health Info podcast, the podcast for parents about common child health concerns. I'm Dr. Lexi Frydenberg, paediatrician and your host for today. Has your child ever been sick with viral symptoms and you notice a rash appear? Your child has red and white blisters on the palms of their hands, the soles of their feet and painful lesions in their mouth. You think to yourself, could this be hand, foot and mouth disease? Do I need to worry? From the Royal Children's Hospital, Melbourne, this is the Kids Health Info Podcast. Today, I'm fortunate to be joined by a fabulous infectious disease paediatrician, Dr. Gab Heusler, to unpack what is hand, foot and mouth disease and what you, as parents, can do to help if your child has it. Welcome, Gab. Thanks for having me, Lexi. So, Gab, let's start by discussing what hand, foot and mouth disease is and what it's not. Thank you. I think that's a very good question to start with. And when I see patients with this or talk to my friends and family who have had children with this, I have sort of three headlines I like to talk to them about. So firstly, hand, foot and mouth is caused by a virus. Well, actually, a group of different viruses that are broadly classified as the enteroviruses. Secondly, it's really important to know that hand, foot and mouth is completely different and unrelated to the foot and mouth disease that you hear about in animals. And thirdly, hand, foot and mouth for most children, the majority of children, is a generally mild disease that gets better on their own after some time and supportive care at home. Thanks for that. That actually summarises it really well. So if I'm worried as a parent, what are the symptoms or signs that I have to look for? What will I notice in my child? Yeah, so children that get hand, foot and mouth disease usually start with that classic uh, symptoms of a virus. So they've got a bit of a fever, they're a little bit out of sorts, a bit irritable, maybe a bit lethargic and off their food. That might last for a day or two and then you may notice some spots, as you mentioned earlier, on their hands, their feet and in and around their mouth. Now these spots can start out just like little red spots And then over a day or two, they can develop into these little blisters that we often say are oval-shaped, like a football, rather than a round shape, and can have a bit of a grey-white appearance to them. So it's called hand, foot and mouth disease for a reason. Where will parents notice this rash predominantly? So the first place parents will often see the rash is on the palms of the hand or the soles of the feet, or some little ulcers or spots in the mouth. It's important to know that it doesn't just happen on the hands and the feet and in the mouth. It can spread onto the back of the hands. It can spread onto the tops of the feet. It can spread up the legs and up the hands a little bit. And it also can spread around outside of the mouth as well. And another really important spot that people may be a bit surprised about is that it can occur in the nappy area and in and around the bottom. I think that's really helpful to know that it's not just on the hands, feet and mouth. Do parents need to distinguish it from other rashes or other infections like chickenpox? Great question. The rash caused by hand, foot and mouth and the rash caused by chickenpox can actually be a little bit similar. The One of the most important things to know about the difference between the two is that the hand, foot and mouth rash is not itchy, whereas the chickenpox rash is very itchy. And the chickenpox rash often has lots of spots on the tummy and the back and the chest, whereas the hand, foot and mouth more commonly affects the hands and the feet and just up the legs a little bit. 
And I think an important sort of distinguishing feature is that with hand, foot and mouth, it's on the palms and the soles, which Mm. is very unusual for viruses. Yes, exactly. So both of these viruses are very contagious. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) you know, that's one of the most important questions parents ask, how long is my child going to be sick for? And most importantly, how long are they contagious and need to be at home? Exactly. So... Hand, foot, mouth usually lasts about seven to ten days when the child has it, particularly if they're seeing that that particular virus for the very first time. Because the other thing, unfortunately, with hand, foot, mouth is you can catch it a few different times. The kids are contagious, so they can spread the virus to other people whilst they're symptomatic. So while they've got a fever, while they've got blisters that have still got some fluid in them, and while they're coughing and sneezing a little bit. So the virus can spread from the fluid in the blisters. It can spread from the droplets, from sneezing and coughing. And the other thing it can spread from is from their bowel actions or their poo. We say that kids should stay home and rest to recover whilst they've got a fever and while they've got the blisters on their skin. Once the blisters crust over and dry up and if they don't have a fever and they're otherwise well, that's when they're safe to go back to school. That's really helpful because you often hear about outbreaks in childcare centres and schools. Mm. Or sometimes it just comes and goes in waves. If there is an outbreak, what can I do for my child to prevent them getting the infection? Apart from crossing your fingers. <laughs> Important point. Uh, yeah. such a common exactly. virus. Most of our children and most of us yeah. will have it at some stage exactly. in our life. Exactly. Really, really important point, Lex. Our kids have had a remarkable two years where they've really learnt, probably better than us, how to wash their hands, how to cough and sneeze into their elbow. I see kids doing that all the time now and not needing any reminding. So I think those lessons are really going to be helpful for kids to prevent them from getting this infection and lots of other types of viruses as well. But things you can do at home if you've got someone that does have hand, foot and mouth and just remembering it spreads in the droplets from sneezing and in the fluid from the blisters is to make sure everyone's really washing their hands if they're touching the rash don't share drinks or cutlery and or toothbrushes. Um, probably shouldn't be doing that anyway. <laughs> it's actually amazing how many people I do. do. I know, right? <laughs> and also in younger kids that are in nappies, because it can be shed in the poo for a few weeks even after the child looks otherwise well and better, just be really careful with washing hands after changing nappies. Yeah, so all the really good preventive measures we learned during mm. COVID, if we continue those on, yeah, we're likely exactly. to decrease the spread of yeah. most viruses. So I'm a parent, I notice my child has this rash, they've got a mild fever, but they're just off their food, mm. they're drooling, they're dribbling, they're miserable. Mm. Is there any treatment for this virus? I wish I could say there was some magic treatment for it, but because it's a virus, really important to remember that antibiotics don't work. Antibiotics are only used to treat bacterial infections. So the most important thing really is just to support your child through it. So really, uh, if they've got painful ulcers in the mouth, which is often a common feature of hand, foot and mouth disease, is just to give them some pain relief with some paracetamol or some ibuprofen, otherwise known as Nurofen, and 
just make sure also, because they're not wanting to eat or drink much, we don't tend to worry as paediatricians too much about the eating. It's really the drinking that we would want you to focus on. So just to make sure your child is having frequent sips of fluid throughout the day. And often we recommend oral rehydration solutions yeah. if our children are getting a bit dehydrated as well. So they're the, the sachets or, or powder that you get from the chemist that we often use when kids get dehydrated. Do many children need to come to hospital with this virus? Very, very rarely do kids need to come to hospital. Parents can often get a, a bit alarmed or frightened when they see a rash on their child's hands and feet. And so it's important to be reassured that this rash is not harmful for the child. The reasons to come to hospital would be if the fever just persists for many days, so it goes on and on, or the child is just more lethargic and unwell than you would expect them to be with a, a common childhood virus, or they're complaining of you know a really bad headache, or they're not drinking and you're worried that they're dehydrated. That's great advice. Thank you. And my son who had it, mm. I, I just remember him being so miserable, yeah, and he's prone to eczema, yeah. and he was just scratching it. Yeah. Even though the, the blisters aren't itchy because he gets eczema, he yeah. was scratching it. You know, he found them so annoying. Yeah. What do you do then? Yeah, that I'm so glad you raised that. I forgot to mention that earlier. If kids are prone to eczema... A virus like hand, foot and mouth disease or even many other common childhood viruses will often flare up the eczema. So it's important to just keep on top of the eczema management. So things like the steroid creams and the moisturisers that you would normally use for the eczema management are safe to put on the rash of the hand, foot and mouth disease. Excellent. And it's really tempting, I don't know if if you get tempted, when there's a little (laughs) blister there to squeeze it and see what comes out. Yes. Did we do that? No, no. They will just, um, yes, avoid that temptation. I understand what you mean there. (laughs) Um, But just let them kind of burst on their own or just dry up on their own. And, And really it's important to remember that that fluid in the blister is full of the virus. So if you're popping that and touching that, you might catch your hand, foot and mouth yourself. Well, that was my last question. <laughs> this is on behalf of my husband. Yes. Can adults catch hand, foot and mouth? We say generally no. So it's most common in younger kids. We see it more commonly in kids under 10, but particularly kids under five when they're in that childcare kinder age group. Every now and then we'll see it in older kids and adolescents and occasionally in adults. And that's usually if they've, by chance, have not ever contracted the virus in their life or it's been a very, very long time since they've last had it. So every now and then we see grandparents who are looking after the kids from childcare getting these blisters in their, in their mouth as well. Oh, thank you. That's an incredibly helpful discussion today because it's such a common condition. And I think as parents, we freak out a bit when we see yeah. these rashes. Yes. <laughs> so, Gab, thank you so much for your expert guidance. It's been incredibly sure. helpful. And we've linked an updated Kids Health Info fact sheet to our show notes all about hand, foot and mouth disease. We've also recorded some previous episodes on related topics such as common rashes, eczema and viruses. So please go back and listen to previous episodes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and even better, leave a review. Thanks for listening. Information provided in this podcast is general in nature and is intended to support, not replace, discussions with your doctor or healthcare professional. If you are concerned about your child, please consult your local healthcare professional for further advice.